Welcome to the Raising Smart Kids podcast. I'm your host, Yang Pratt, and each week we'll explore ways in which the arts can help you raise a smarter kid. I'll be sharing ways the arts can propel your child's learning and interviewing top artists, educators, and entrepreneurs. These guests will share why the arts are so very important to your child, along with actionable ideas you can easily implement into your already busy schedule. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast here on iTunes and share us with a friend. For extra tips on raising smart kids, head on over to artsmartparenting.com and click on the live tab. Hello, Art Smart Parents, and welcome back to the Raising Smart Kids 2.0 podcast. I'm your host, Yong Pratt, and I'm so excited to introduce you to our guest today, Ashley Gentry. Ashley is a professional photographer, and today she's going to be sharing some tips with us on how to incorporate the art of photography into our already busy parenting schedules. Welcome to the podcast, Ashley. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. Awesome. Hey, can you fill in any gaps in your bio and let us sort of know how you got started with photography? Absolutely. Um, I am the passionate photographer and creative mastermind behind Passion Created Images. I um, photograph beautiful and custom stock images that vibe with your business, you, and your brand. Um, I started my photography journey uh, about four or five years ago, um, my sister-in-law, who is very kind of self-centered, <laughs> uh, teenagers, right? <laughs> um, we were, we were hanging out one day and it was, I kind of live in a small town, so there's not a whole lot going on here. So, um, I dressed her up and I busted out my point and shoot camera and I started taking pictures of her and I absolutely fell in love with it. And I got such great feedback from everybody on the pictures, and the next thing I know, people kept coming to me, asking me to do senior portraits, family portraits, um, all kinds of things, and so that's really how I got started in the photography business. Um, the brand and stock photography is a whole different story. Um, I was running my mom's Facebook page for her, and I happened to come across this content that she had created and I could not find a stock image for mm. her to use. I'm sure there's a lot of business online business people who have run into that situation. And so I, um, I was like, silly rabbit, what are you doing? You know? <laughs> and so I busted out my camera and took some pictures. And then I just started thinking like, there has got to be a lot more people out there that are running into this problem. And, and the more and more I started learning about it, the more and more I started realizing, like, oh, my gosh, like, not, most stock images don't even vibe with people's brands or their business or who they are. So why not custom create those? Yeah, that's so fascinating because as a business owner, I face that dilemma of having to go look for stock images and spending hours literally and still having to manipulate a lot of images to make them feel like something that I would shoot myself. I love photography and when I first moved back to my hometown here, I took a lot of photography classes and I there, there's something so magical about being behind the lens of a camera and how it changes our perspective. And I love that you were able to pivot and you know, were able to see what was happening across the industry for your mom and other business owners and really just pivot because as parents, 
we're pivoting all the time and we're <laughs> having to, you know, we have our, we, we think we're going in one direction, but then something pops up. We get signs telling us that maybe this is not the right path and we have to make a pivot and a shift. And that, I think that was really, really smart of you to be able to recognize that. So thank you for sharing that because I think that's something we as parents can definitely remember and that it's okay if we right. pivot. Just because we have a plan, we can still get there. We just may have to take this crazy circuitous route to get there, so thank you. Oh, thank you for seeing the value in it. <laughs> well, and you know, not only that, but a lot of online entrepreneurs are moms and you know, yes. our lives are consumed with so much chaos, you know, so much busyness and everything else. You know, you got football practice, soccer practice, mm -hmm. you know, oh, what about my yoga class? You know what I mean? Like who what mom really has time to sit down and spend hours upon hours trying to find images and then and they end up pretty much settling for an image yes. that they don't even it doesn't even go with their business or their brand you know right and how's that making you shine i want you to shine baby doll <laughs> no and that, that's amazing and i think when it comes to photographing our families and our kids and really teaching our kids about the arts and finding that special something that they just love and they can excel at. I think as parents, that's so important. So let's, I wanna ask you about how can parents take this idea of photography so that it's not necessarily just the, the standard posed images? Like what are some tips we can use to, to capture some moments authentically so they don't feel rehearsed? My first and foremost tip, and I tell this to everybody, get to know your photographer. If you do not have a connection with your photographer, those images are definitely going to come out posed. Your kids are going to have a hard time. You know, I have this family that I photograph. Um, I've been photographing their daughter since she was one. And um, I, you know, whenever I get around her with my camera, I let her look at my camera. I let her check out how it works. I let her take a couple pictures, you know, hey, take a snapshot of mom. You know, what's dad doing? Take a picture of him. You know, building that relationship is a key to having a good photographer. And when your kids can feel comfortable around someone like that, that's going to help your, your whole photography experience all the way around. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, my second tip would be to pick a place, like, um, you know, like the park, some place that your children are already comfortable with, you know, then that way they're, from, they're already familiar with, with their surroundings. They're not going to be distracted. They're not going to be um, overwhelmed by all the new that's going around them. You know what I mean? And then um, just have fun. I mean, if your daughter or your son isn't sitting down or making funny faces, don't stress out about it. That's who they are. You know what I mean? That's the memory that you're trying to catch. You know, yeah, we all want those nicely posed images, but at the same time, you know, you're also capturing the memories of your family, you know? And so, yeah, a silly face by your 12-year-old son, that's okay. That's part of who he is at that stage in life. And just, just be yourselves. You know, because then it's going to, when you're trying to control a situation like that, it's going to be so much more stressful, not on just you, but it's going to be stressful on your kids and it's going to be really stressful on your photographer. And the images aren't just going to come out the way that you were hoping that they were going to. Well, and that's so funny that you talk about that experience because I was that mom. I took my kids to a photographer locally and um, I'm Korean. So we put them in their traditional Korean dresses, very beautiful. And I really wanted these images 
to capture that moment. But the girls would not let go of their stuffed animals. And I like, it was driving me insane. I was like, no, no, I don't want them holding that. And the photographer said, no, we're going to get this image because this is what you need to see. And to this day, we have a huge, giant print of these girls in their beautiful Korean dresses, standing on this beautiful spiral staircase, holding their stuffed animals. And looking back now, it's, yeah, one of my favorites. So I'm glad the photographer said, we're just going to keep shooting because I think this is the image, but we're going to keep doing it. Right, absolutely. And it's, it's, um, it's hard when you're, you know, it's hard when you're trying to control the situation and then you've got your two-year-old throwing a massive fit because you won't let them have that stuffed animal or, um, you know, any of that. And it's just, photography <laughs> is supposed to be fun, you know, and those memories that you, you're creating a memory with that's being captured, you know, and a lot of times we forget to capture memories like that, you know, and that's what I love about it, you know, I get to help capture memories and remember those for the life, my lifetime, you know. Yeah, so good, and parents, when you're listening to this, yeah, you have to let go, the control, we have to learn to not be control freaks when we go into a photography situation because it can drive us insane, I have been there, I have done that, Ashley saying, just let go, just let it happen, let it unfold exactly how it's meant to unfold. And looking back, we're going to enjoy those photographs much, much more. Absolutely. So I'm going to talk about introducing kids to photography. I remember back when I ran a preschool, one of my favorite things to introduce kids to was the camera. In every class, there were several cameras in the classroom, just little tiny digital cameras that could fit to their hands. And I would be in awe when I looked back at some of these photographs because they were so real and so raw. And it gave me such a perspective on what their little minds were thinking about on a particular day. So if parents are interested in introducing photography to their kids, what are some tips on how to do that? Um, well, First and foremost, I am kind of a freak when it comes to my camera equipment. I mean, I know cameras are not cheap, that is for sure. Um, they are very expensive. And I mean, a lot of cameras are being replaced by our cell phones. Yes. You know, and so and so then you got an a $800 cell phone that you're worried about. It costs <laughs> just as much as your camera did. You know what I mean? Yes. Um, I always back to, once again, letting go of that control and, and being able to... Um, you know, show them to how to use it. You know, like I, my stepson, he's 10 and we have this local fair here where they kids get to put exhibits in, you know? Mm -hmm. And so I asked him, he's, he's kind of helped, he's helped me on shoots before and he's kind of gotten to learn some of the different things that they can do, you know? And so, um, I asked him, I said, Hey bud, do you want to take pictures and enter them in the fair? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, I think the first step of introducing photography mm. is allowing them to do it. You know what I mean? Don't, don't freak out about the camera equipment. It's <laughs> going to be okay. You know, and if you really are, go get a disposable camera because we have so much to learn from children's minds. You know, they're, they're not judgmental. They're open. They're, they're, you know, they have an imagination, you know, that hasn't been corrupted yet. Yes. And so, you know, just get a disposable camera and say, have at it, you know, on a family vacation. That would be a perfect time, you know, um, a nature walk, you know, and let them, you know, show them like the different composition, 
compositions. You know, what happens when you take the, um, the lighting? What happens when you switch it down? Does it get lighter? Does it get darker? You know what I mean? I think, I guess, I mean, tips wise, I would just say my main tip would just be let them have at it. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And it's, it's again, letting go of that control because I know the first time I handed my kids my 35 millimeter, <laughs> you know, I really had to talk about, all right, how do we respect this piece of equipment? I mean, it's, it does really important work for us. So how do we protect it and how do we hold it? And the next strap that comes with it is so invaluable. So if you teach your kids to, you know, wear the neck strap and hold on to it when they're walking, yeah, they, they learn quickly that when they see what they can capture with the, with a 35 millimeter in particular versus a phone, it's fascinating because it's a different experience. Because even though we I have the, the little screen I can look at, I always turn it off and look through the eyepiece because it's a different feeling. I can capture different emotions in different settings and see the light better through that. So my kids now, when they take it, they'll look through the eyepiece, which is, I think, the coolest thing. Because it just, right. again, a new world of perspective across the board. And, and any more of the digital cameras you can get on Amazon for like $30. And it has a wrist strap. Those are really good too. When we went to Korea, we got, um, we were there for a month and I wanted the kids to be able to take their own images. So yeah, I went to Amazon and got them a little Kodak camera with a wrist strap and we got little bags and talked about how to carry it and you know how to protect it. And they thought that was the coolest thing because it was something that was theirs. Right. They, any pictures they wanted, we weren't saying, oh, there's not enough memory on our phone to take that. It was just nice to have that extra little piece, the little SD card in there. So they learned what that meant, you know, what that holds and how to, how to go through the whole process. So I think allowing kids to have a camera that's their own even is right. such a cool step in parenting to help them to understand the responsibility they now have and the opportunities they have to really capture the world according to them. Right. Well, and it, and it, you know, and it comes back to emotion too, you know, emotion, even, you know, something I struggle with as a parent is teaching empathy, you know what I mean? And so yeah. like, you know, taking a picture of their sad friend, you know what I mean? Well, how does that make you feel? You know what I mean? Each, each opportunity is a teaching moment for them and to make them excited about photography is amazing, you know, and that's, that's what I'm excited about. You know, my daughter constantly has my phone and is constantly taking pictures. I mean, <laughs> they are the most random pictures ever, but I love them and I save them, you know, because I want, you know, the more older and older she gets and even my stepson, you know, um, the older they get and the more they learn from photography and the more they see me do and see how I adjust different things and the lighting and all that stuff, they just, it's just going to come out that much better and they're going to be even more excited about it, you know? Absolutely. So if parents are wanting to get their kids involved in photography and they discover that their kid has a keen eye for photography and they want to do more, are there some maybe online resources they can turn to to start developing some more skills? There's tons and tons and tons of YouTube. 
different places. I mean, YouTube, you can pretty much find anything on photography. I mean, mostly what they're going to, how they're going to learn is by doing it every single day. You know what I mean? By practicing, practicing, practicing. I'm self-taught. I never took classes. I never, you know, if I, I was struggling with a different area, I'd go on YouTube and I, I Google that certain area, you know? And so, um, that's what I would do. Uh, definitely if I if I noticed my child had a keen eye and I wanted her to learn more I'd probably go watch the video myself take notes and then probably come up with my own kind of plan of action um, that is for my kid you know what I mean because each kid's different each kid's gonna mm -hmm. learn differently and everything else like that but most definitely I you know practice is, makes perfect and the more that they do it the more comfortable they're gonna get with it and the better they're gonna end up getting yeah, that's so good. And I think you're not the first guest who has mentioned YouTube as far as using it as a tool to help their kids learn a new skill, be exposed to different art forms, and give them some perspective, like you said, on different ways they can do just even one thing. And kids' minds are so creative by nature. So when we give them opportunities coupled with some equipment and show them how to use those, and just let them explore. I think that's a recipe for some amazing magic. Right, absolutely, absolutely. So I wanna talk about the arts in general and the notion of how arts can help kids do better in school. And, and you know, really we talk a lot about raising smarter kids through the arts. So how can the arts in general help parents to raise smarter kids? Um, I would say without a doubt their imagination. I mean, a lot of, you know, I, I had an imagination clear past high school. I mean, I've always had a very active imagination. I've had an imaginary friend that I sometimes talk to and all that fun stuff. You know what I mean? Um, but you know, a lot of times, you know, with reality and the way that the world is, you know, you gotta get college degree, you gotta get married, you gotta have kids, you gotta have an awesome career, you know what I mean? Sometimes that creativity gets stifled, you know? And so I think that by learning through the arts and being creative and having, using your imagination and exercising it, it's gonna help you ultimately in every area of your life. You're gonna start thinking out of the box. You're gonna, you know, you're gonna come up with creative ideas like turning a photography business from portrait photography to seeing stock, you know, a need for custom stock imagery. You know what I mean? So I, I think arts are just, are the key to helping our children become that much better. Yeah, I could not agree more. Yeah, you, you nailed it right on the head when you said the imagination and the creativity. And for me, the notion of creativity is really about problem solving. If kids learn to, like you said, think outside the box and be able to see things that other people don't see, that skill is absolutely going to set them up for success, not only at school, but for whatever career that they choose. And with the internet these days, there's so many opportunities and so many different small little communities that want to learn even the most obscure things. So there's just such great opportunities these days for these kids to grow up in an environment where literally the possibilities are endless. Before we wrap up our conversation today, is there one tip that you can leave parents with about incorporating arts or the photography 
into their everyday life? Um, I think I've pretty much touched on my one tip. Don't control it. Um, let it flow. Let them, you know, when you're, you yourself are being creative in whatever you're doing, you don't, you don't try to control it. You, you let it come out and you let it flow. So teach your kids that, you know, teach them that it's not okay to be, it's, it's okay to want to have control over it, but it's going to be so much better when you just let it all flow out. No, that's so amazing you said that too, because a couple of weeks ago, I did an episode all about flow. And when we're in this creative mindset, sometimes hours can just pass. And it's, it's this notion, like you said, of letting go control, letting your creativity flow and getting into a state where you're just supremely happy and supremely joyful. And I think as a parent, there's nothing better we can leave our kids with. So thank you for that amazing tip. <laughs> so if parents, well, thank are looking, you. if parents are looking to connect with you and want to find out more about the work that you do, how can they find you? Um, they can find me on Facebook, of course, uh, P Passion Created Images. You can find me on Instagram, Passion Created Images. Um, and you can go to my website. I also do a blog where I try to incorporate a lot of um, not only photography tips and um and that such but i also incorporate my daily life you know the struggles i face with myself the struggles i face with my kids this you know i'm a fire wife so um a lot of times i'm doing this all on my own um so i i talk a, a little bit about that you know sometimes it's hard to find the balance you know and so you can find that and everything else on is that us that's so good and I have to say thank you to your husband for doing what he does because it is such an important job that we absolutely need. And thank you to you for stepping up in his absence so you can help other people in a time of crisis. So thank you. Well, thank you for the appreciation. I will pass it along to him. He's actually on a fire right now. So <laughs> never ending, I know. Well, I want to thank you so much for sharing all the goodness today and for your time today here on the podcast. And I will chat with you very soon. Awesome. Thank you. Thanks for tuning in to the Raising Smart Kids 2.0 podcast. To really accelerate your ability to unleash your child's superpowers and raise smarter kids through the arts, we're creating loads of new resources, ways to connect, and ways to celebrate your successes. You can join our free Facebook community by visiting theartsmartparent.com or just search up Raising Smart Kids 2.0 on Facebook. I look forward to seeing you inside our community.